Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. The pain at the pump is what we're all feeling now. I, I talk to so many people who tell me I drive less. And that really is what the government wants. They want you to drive less. I drive less because it costs so much. But then when we add just inflationary pressure on everything else that we purchase, wherever we are, and we look at the interest rates of the banks and the Bank of Canada and the central banks are now um, continuing to, uh, to to press on, on, on populations. It becomes an extremely difficult time, and it becomes an uncertain time economically. We'll get into that uh, tomorrow. But we've said, and I've said this so many times, you're probably tired of hearing it, but I've said Europe is the canary in the proverbial coal mine when it comes to energy. What's happening in Europe now sort of presages what may very well happen here. And uh, my guest and I were communicating on this by way of email earlier in the week, and he wrote, sent me an email saying that G7 leaders, remember this, right, signed a declaration to end fossil fuel subsidies. They did that just a few weeks ago. So now what's happening? France and Germany are doing what? They're providing subsidies to motorists. Why? Well, let's ask our guest about that. Thierry Bro is a professor at Sciences Po in Paris, oil and gas expert at the French Energy Ministry, where he was in charge of security of energy or security of supply. He's a leading expert on markets, geopolitics of oil and gas, and a regular contributor to Natural Gas World website. Terry, thank you so much for coming on the program. It's good to talk to you again. Good afternoon, Roy. Thank you for inviting me. So let's talk about what's going on. Governments, and this is probably be fairly unanimous response from listeners, don't seem to have a handle on reality. So we have the G7 signing a declaration to end fossil fuel subsidies just weeks ago, as you pointed out in your email to me earlier in the week. But now we have France and Germany cutting gasoline and diesel taxes for motorists, which selfish, well, selfishly, realistically, I approve of, but which is a subsidy, isn't it? So are they they're just going against what they said they would do? Yes, absolutely. I think, uh, first of all, we have to remember that we are not uh, in this worst energy crisis just by uh, a mystery. It's because we engineered ourselves. I mean, remember, we were saying, I mean, the government, the International Energy Agency was saying we shouldn't invest so much in oil and gas. And so, therefore, supply isn't there, demand is recovering, and so, therefore, prices are extremely high. Uh, war in Ukraine didn't change this picture so much, but war in Ukraine gives us, I would say, some new thinking. And I think here we have two options. The first one is to say, well, uh, we have a war in Ukraine. We should try to 
limit the amount of money we send to Vladimir Putin. And so therefore, we should say to our people, energy is, is expensive in Europe. And so therefore, yes, please drive less, but we will keep high prices. But this is not what we are doing. And you may be right. This is also what may happen in, on your side of the pond. Uh, in front of this risk of social unrest, governments have come out with a cap on the, my gas bill uh, that come with uh, discount at the at the pump, etc., etc., which means that people will continue uh, to drive as much. So, in fact, governments are talking about energy transition, but are doing everything wrong uh, to achieve this energy transition. So, they all governments across around the world, including Mr. Trudeau's government here in Canada, continuously lecture us to be green. Then they allow taxes to rise or introduce new energy taxes, making life for people massively difficult. And you and I communicated on this. Governments, some, many, all, I don't know, don't seem to care about the pain people are suffering. And uh, and so what they did th then do is they contradict themselves and they provide these subsidies to, to motorists. So what what exactly is happening? I know in Germany... They've reduced the taxes on, on gasoline by, I think, 30 cents a liter, diesel 13 cents, if I have that correctly. What is happening in France? How is France, French government responding? So we have a discount on our uh, petrol at the pump. It's 18 uh, cents uh, per liter less, but we still have record high prices uh, at, uh, for, for diesel and uh, petrol at the pump. Uh, we have a cap on our gas bill, and we have a cap on our electricity. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, this is just magic math, because at the end of the day, somebody pays. I mean, we've moved into markets uh, because we wanted the price to reflect supply and demand. So at the end of the day, it's not me as a consumer. It's me as a taxpayer that pays this at the end of the day. And again, uh, the thing is, uh, why should they lecture us on being green and not use this, I would quote unquote, opportunity of the war in Ukraine to try to unleash propaganda and to say to the people, yes, we now need to make some major step into this energy transition. You need to consume less. But if you do this uh, just ahead of an election, you're going to lose the election. And this, so this is why they are dead afraid. I mean, we've seen this with the IEA stating you should put uh, implement a limit on motorway, 110 kilometers per hour. Uh, the European Commission says, stated that's a very good idea and says, member states, France, Germany, please do this. I remind you, there is no limit on German motorway. And, and, and so, therefore, we have not the option and the solution to this energy crisis. And unfortunately, I think we are going to see a very, very, very difficult winter with huge blackouts in Europe, even if our president stated exactly the opposite back a few days ago. So it's do as I say, not do as I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. But this is going to uh, uh, end up in misery in, in this case. We are, we are going to face blackouts. We are going to face a recession. I mean, we are very close to it. And uh, we are facing huge inflationary risks. And uh, you're also there. And, and I think at the end of the day, I mean, we need more oil and gas. We need more oil and gas coming from Canada uh, because we don't uh, produce it ourselves. But we should be able to produce a little bit more. Uh, because we need also to fight Russia. And this is also on top. This is why I'm saying the energy transition is in fact something that 
we thought of, but it's long term. The short term right now, as you said in your program, is people are, are being killed in Ukraine and the, the, the border is moved west as we are talking. Yeah. So 10 years ago, I think, approximately, Canada was seen to be, globally, seen to be uh, a major exporter of natural gas and oil. That was the expectation, that we would supply much of the uh, oil and natural gas the world needed, wanted, and wanted from a responsible um, business partner. Now, since Mr. Trudeau became Prime Minister, that has largely been pushed to the side, or any new developments, pipelines essentially by the by majority, uh, are, are, not a, are, are just not happening. Natural gas is not being developed as it should, with the province of Quebec saying they won't be doing any more explanation, exploration for natural gas. There would be such a welcoming market, would there not? I mean, you just said that. There would be a welcoming market in Europe for any energy, gas or oil, that Canada would export to the EU. Yes? Absolutely. And, and again, uh, as you rightly said, responsible production is important. And we know that in North America, people are producing it in a responsible way. And, and, and so it's, this is why I'm always very cross when I'm hearing people telling me, well, we don't want this to be produced in Europe, but we are okay having it produced in Venezuela or in Russia. I mean, at the end of the day, let's try to uh, help uh, ourselves with the democratic regime and not with the others. Terry, uh, it's, it's frightening, it's alarming, it, it's, it's what people don't want to hear. And, and that's when you said, and you've said it several times, that you're expecting blackouts and a very severe winter in Europe because of a lack of supply of natural gas and oil, I suspect. Please put that into perspective. What are you expecting? Yes, Roy. I mean, what we've seen, first of all, is that Russian gas, which was providing 40% of uh, European demand, has been reduced because Vladimir Putin decided to cut some countries off. And so, therefore, Russian gas already today does only represent 25%. So, the cut in Russian gas has been 40%, 4-0, versus what it used to be uh, prior to COVID. So, a massive cut. And this was managed by the market. So, Markets was, uh, was in a position to reroute cargoes of U.S. LNG mostly and to allow this U.S. LNG to come and to balance the system. So we are okay right now. But two things are coming. First of all, we have an embargo on a coal from Russia coming in August. And Russian coal is very good. So it's going to be difficult to replace it because the quality is uh, not, uh, you can't find the same good quality all over the place overnight. And then at the end of, of, of the year, we are going to have this Russian uh, embargo on uh, petrol. And so, uh, and if we assume uh, that Vladimir Putin uh, could uh, cut further countries, what we are going is at the end of this year, we are going to have no Russian coal, no uh, Russian oil, and way less of Russian gas. And so, and please remember, Vladimir Putin is much more powerful on the 1st of January than on the 1st of June in terms of energy. And so I think that uh, there isn't enough uh, oil and gas available around to do this. And so therefore, he may use this. And even if he doesn't, uh, we are going to pay extreme high prices because we know some of this Russian gas is not replaceable. As I said, 40% has been replaced by the market. Another uh, 40% uh, could be replaced, but... The last few percent, the last 20 percent, 30 percent cannot be replaced. And so therefore, uh, we, we, if, if he cuts completely, we are in blackouts. And even if he doesn't cut completely, we are in a very difficult position. 
because we didn't plan this ahead. Yeah, blackouts in winter. Wow. Um, so, again, when we were exchanging emails, you used the phrase incoherent policies, and I started to think about Germany right away. Here's Germany facing an energy crisis, and what are they doing? They're closing down their nuclear plants. You and I have talked about that. But at the same time, they have now allowed a Dutch company to begin drilling for natural gas offshore. It, it just doesn't make any sense what, what, they're, they, what they're doing or what they're saying. There, there doesn't seem to be a coherent plan to move forward. And if you're going to have trouble this winter, given the circumstances now, what's waiting the following winter? What's, what's waiting for, for, for all of us? Well, I think, uh, as you said, it's incoherent because uh, they don't take into account reality. But once uh, they will face blackouts and they will face uh, voters' revolt, uh, they will have to face reality. And so uh, we will go back to a real world. I mean, we will start to rethink about uh, are we going to produce gas in the Netherlands, for example? Are we going to stop talking about hydrogen. I'm, I'm mad every time people are telling me, uh, well, we can get away from Russian gas overnight and have hydrogen instead. Hydrogen doesn't exist as uh, a fuel vector today. It's, it's, it, it's a chemical produce, uh, produced and a product uh, used in refineries. So I think we need, and, and, and I think this is what's going to happen. Uh, once you have a very difficult winter, government will turn more realistic. Again, look at Germany. Uh, they were against paying for an army. Now they are putting money uh, for the military because they understand that without military, they are going to get very, very weak. Yeah. But, but you can't change the situation overnight. So if, if there's going to be waiting and inaction, inactivity, until the blackouts happen, it's not something that can be corrected, even if governments say, oh, yeah, now we understand we have to do what's appropriate and responsible for our citizens. It's not something that can be changed overnight. No, and this is why I, I stated uh, we engineered ourselves this energy crisis, and this energy crisis is unfortunately going to last longer than any other energy crisis because uh, uh, People, uh, companies uh, don't want to invest too much in upstream because there were lectures not to invest in upstream. And OPEC is enjoying a huge rent right now. So why would they invest in, uh, in upstream also? Remember, in oil and gas industry, and, and you're coming from an oil and gas producing country, uh, when people are, were investing upstream, it was the consumers at the end of the day, back two or three years after, that was benefiting for lower prices. I mean, this is unfortunately not going to happen. I mean, Canada, I don't think is going to pour billions in upstream in oil and gas. And so therefore consumers, the Canadian consumers or the French, the Germans aren't going to benefit from lower prices in two to three years. This energy crisis is going to last for at least five years. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.